0: Hello, welcome to Over the Knee. I'm Cynical Dom on Tumblr and I'm here with...
1: I'm Amy Submits on Tumblr.
0: So we thought we'd do a little bit of an update on our DS, namely rules. There's been a a little bit of a change. Um, We've talked about uh, in our first podcast back from the break that uh, due to... uh, like insanely hectic life circumstances we had uh suspended a lot of rules and we were um i think only down to three waters a day rule right Mm -hmm. and uh we've been using this app called our home since uh we had uh kind of uh i'm struggling for a word here but conflict uh conflict isn't right um an incident <laughs> where, uh, I hadn't been checking up on her doing the rules and, uh, that had kind of caused her to rebel and, uh, like I had stopped checking on the rules cause I was kind of in like a little bit of a depressive episode and, um, but anyway, that's a that little That was
1: all last summer.
0: Yes. Um, so we've been using this app, um... And, uh, don't know what day it was, but semi recently I noticed that, uh, the three waters things hadn't been checked off by her since almost like a week. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, by me noticing that a week later, I hadn't been checking them. Um, <coughs> and like, uh, I want to preface this by saying there's a difference between talking about excuses and giving context, um, like life has been yeah, nowhere near as hectic as it was for that while there while we were suspended the rules, but it's gotten a little bit hectic again and I got pretty sick. Um, but again, um, I didn't come to her and say, I need to suspend all these rules for a short while. Um, I just stopped checking them. And uh, at some point, it seemed like she had noticed and, uh, like, stopped doing them or checking them off. And uh, when I had noticed, you know, like, my first instinct was to go to a spanking. But then, of course, I realized that at the root of this situation is I haven't been checking this. Um, so that doesn't seem like an appropriate reaction. So my thought process was, well, this has got to be addressed somehow, like, where do I go from here? And, uh, I don't think it was a conscious thought, but I, I, I think it's probably where it's came from. Like, uh, I know we've read about posts about when things are hard, you should try and lean in. And so my instinct was, let's not just wipe this under the rug and go back to these same rules. Um, Let's have there be a little bit of consequences to this. And so I had basically just came to her and said, um, we're back to... Five waters a day and doing the dishes and uh, I've updated the app to uh, include the dishes thing again and the two other waters um, so what's your side of all that <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, my side of all that is um, it's awkward because like, I, like almost like you were saying like um it's a tricky thing like between an excuse and a reality thing um when you first came to me and said um that you were like adding these two rules back my my reaction was anxiety and i felt like um I felt like a wake up call and like i felt like dumb and embarrassed that i hadn't like really realized where i was at hmm. um because um to like i, I don't want to feel like i'm like throwing you under the bus um but like so i had um been like forgetful with the water rule for a while and um but it was like missing one a day mm-hmm. and so like um when that wasn't caught like i got to this place of like because we've set down so many other rules that i was like are we doing this mm-hmm. and um. so then I don't really know how it got from there to like are we doing this to like I guess I'm not doing this but like it it really didn't feel to me like um, like I was testing you mm. like it just do you like does that make any sense to you?
0: I can see how that could happen yeah
1: like it just it almost felt like it just kind of slipped away to the point where when you were like we're going back to doing the water rule and like you updated the app and everything, I'm like, holy shit. Like that was, that was really bad. (laughs) Like, and I really didn't, um, like I hadn't had any anxiety about it. And if I would have like recognized it for what it was, I would have been anxious about it that whole time. And I really wasn't Mm. like, I just really didn't think about it. And like, I, I don't, I don't know, I feel stupid because I feel like I should have more to say than that. But I just really don't know. That's really
0: interesting to hear because um, that kind of that kind of makes me feel better about it in a way because that kind of speaks to you were also kind of affected by all we've had been going on. Because I think it if there wasn't so much hecticness, I think that would have caused much more anxiety in you.
1: Yeah, like I think, like I, I don't, I'm not trying to excuse myself, and I, like, no, I yeah. fucked up. And I, like, I, I did, too. Okay. Um, but I think my thinking wasn't, like, is he checking this or is he not checking this? My thought was, like, are we at a level where we can do this water rule or not?
2: Mm-hmm. And it
1: felt like, like, signs were pointing to this is too much, and it's not my place to decide we're going to set a rule down. So, I... The, that's i think that's where i fucked up when i got like are we doing this water rule right now i should have come and asked you obviously mm-hmm. that was my big fuck up but like i think i just kind of like assumed like it's just not a rule <laughs>
0: and i i obviously knew i wasn't checking it very often and so i too should have said for some reason i'm kind of struggling with this either i need to shit and get off the pot or come <laughs> to you and say we've we've got to do something else
1: yeah um, and oh, good it's it is weird, because like usually, like if things were relatively normal, like you said, when I started to sense that you weren't watching it, it would have worried me, and so I think like the reality is <laughs> that like I was just in a place where like I didn't feel like I necessarily needed that rule, and it felt like it was a lot on you, and so it's like, let's just not worry about, it. <laughs> but again, that's not my decision to make, and so. Like, that was where I fucked up. But it's so weird that I wasn't, that I was viewing it that way. And then I just, do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: No, and uh, when I said I wanted to amp up the rules, like, partially as a consequence, I also wanted to use it as a way to show that I'm checking it. And checking it even more now that we're adding.
1: (laughs) Making a list. (laughs) (laughs) Checking it twice. Um. Do you you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Um.
0: Another thing that occurred to me. uh, You know. This is the first time we've actually talked about this. And uh, the reason we're talking about this. Because we were trying to think of ideas to talk about on the podcast. And we both kind of. We both thought about this. And uh. I was thinking about things you know i was gonna say and that you know that occurred to me that we didn't talk about it and i think it worked out we obviously were on the same page i think i think maybe we and i guess by we i mean i maybe rely a little bit too much on uh how much we know each other Mm -hmm. in that I should have explicitly stated all that I've been stating now. Um, and you've said things that I didn't know and that would have been beneficial to me too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think more just things like this where we don't explicitly talk about and it works out because we know each other so well. That doesn't mean that's always going to happen.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think on my side of things, um, I there are situations where I should know and I think the core of my gut knows the Mm -hmm. reality of something but my anxiety can Mm -hmm. run away with anything that is not um, like really explicit Mm -hmm. and so I think um, the clarity can be nice just for the lack of anxiety and just for you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. Um,
0: so I do think that's something I need to work on is when issues happen like this like even if i i feel like you've read my mind i still need to speak
1: i i obviously need to work on speaking more <laughs> too, much more so than you do <laughs> <laughs> um well i guess in, in a way that's a little funny because like you like say that about this but then that's essentially what i did when i like realized that that we weren't like on track with this rule mm-hmm. is that, like like well We have silently, mutually agreed that uh, we're just not doing this rule now. (laughs) Like, I know, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and that wasn't really the case. It was just, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking. And like, if you had come to me and said that, I would have been like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm letting myself be shitty. I need to stop this.
1: (laughs) You are not being shitty.
0: I, you know, I'm being dramatic.
1: I know, but it still bothers me.
0: But you get what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Um
0: I think you were being shitty too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um we yeah, have, yeah. Um Well, and I think like I'm not opposed to like picking this rule back up, obviously. Um, but like what makes you think that like do you think we need to? Because I, sh- I guess maybe that's something interesting to say. I ha- would have never, ever put together that that was some sort of like a consequence. Really? Yeah. Because you hate it's like,
0: drinking five waters a day.
1: <laughs> I do, but like, so it's like a forever punishment? Like
0: No, no, no.
1: Like that's really weird and no, odd no. and confusing.
0: Yeah, I understand that's kind of a bad perspective. And I understand how you came to that. Um, I guess... I think that's kind of why I use the word consequence instead of punishment. And like that, it's
1: a reaction.
0: Yeah, it's kind of uh no, we need to take this seriously, so let's take it seriously.
1: Okay, okay, no, I, I was getting hung up on words. I was thinking that you were saying consequence in the, ter- in the sense of punishment because you had said that right after you had talked about spanking. And, and, like, that's very different to me from, like, okay, this happened, so now this leads me to think we should do X as a consequence. Mm -hmm. Like, you're saying the latter.
0: Yes, but I, I, I think they're kind of related, though.
1: I'm not sure I understand. Maybe I do. You're... You had said something about taking it seriously, right? Is that kind of what this is about? Like, in a sense, we had stopped taking that rule seriously, and so the consequence response whatever to that is to get more serious yeah but that's not it's not punishment different yeah yeah okay i think i'm on the same page with you now consequences a word in this um no yeah i i knew that it was a like a response to like it's kind of like tightening the slack because it had been too loose mm-hmm, type exactly. of a thing yeah yeah no i understood that i got confused with the wording there Um well and I think so since we enacted Wait
0: let me say. It was it was meant as a punishment quote unquote insofar as if there was any chance this was because I don't wanna do this. Um and it's saying, No, we've agreed to do this, I fucked up, you fucked up, we're gonna do this and now we're gonna do this harder. (laughs) yeah but if that's not the case then it is just let's not get off the pot let's take a big shit
1: (laughs) (laughs) so now that you understand that i wasn't testing you that doesn't change your feelings about what you want to do no not at all okay um no, and see, and that's another thing, like, I think if I just would have, like, thought this through, it would have made sense to me that you would think I was testing you. Mm-hmm. Like, very blatantly and, like, you know what I'm saying?
0: And I, I did think that, but I, not, like...
1: If you this, thought it was malicious, you would have spanked me. Yes, yeah.
0: exactly. I thought it was unconscious, if that was the case. Yeah. I didn't yeah. think for a second, and you're like, this motherfucker.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, Yeah. Um, but so, um, I think what's kind of been interesting is, so in that first podcast back, we had talked about how we had sat down, like, kind of three rules, and these two being two of them. Well, that one we had just dialed, the the water one we had just dialed back, mm-hmm. the other two we had fully sat down, but those were kind of the three, um, that were, like, daily, like, Um, active things that get done like chores essentially Mm -hmm. Um, and so um, we had talked about how um, we had thought that setting down like a daily chore would feel more like a lack of DS than what it actually felt like Mm -hmm. but so then now that we have added them back does it feel like more ds to you or more
0: no I think it's just about let's live up to our commitments
1: Uh uh-huh yeah and
0: like there was it came to a crossroads and it's let's drop this for now or let's fucking do it and there was no reason really for the moment to say let's drop this now so let's do it
1: Right. Well, and in all likelihood, it will be temporary. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, and I think it's kind of funny because I don't remember exactly when we had picked this back up. Like, was it maybe a week ago ish? Wait a the podcast. No, um, picked the rules. Yes, back up I think about so. a, about a week ago, and then um, things had actually felt very steady for a a tiny bit there, mm-hmm. like as steady as they had been, and then like. Like, like maybe like the day after this rule um like things went to shit again like we've had a hell of a week like this is the hardest week we've had in i don't know two or three months maybe yeah and um you know so that's that's ironic but um uh one day like the worst day um i asked permission to drink less water and you let me drink like less but otherwise, we have maintained the dishes and the water rule. Mm-hmm. And... Um,
0: and checking them.
1: Yes, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No,
0: no, that. I was just adding to it.
1: Um, But um, in a way, it's kind of been um, maybe like reassuring, I guess, to like because it does feel like some sense of structure in the midst of this chaos this week. Mm-hmm. Like it... It seems like a really bad time to start this back up and then for things to kind of get hard again but the fact that we've been able to maintain it despite that and like the one night i was like super tired and I had like a bad headache and i like um i got home really late and i did the dishes and like it wasn't like all that hard like so it's kind of like i can do more than i was giving myself credit for maybe and Well, I don't know that that was probably not worded very well. But, like, I don't know. Do you see what I'm trying to Mm. say? Like, And so it's been, like, reassuring in that way. But it hasn't been, like... When we first started domestic discipline, I was so hyper-focused on rules. Like, my idea of, like, quote-unquote, like, becoming a domestic discipline relationship meant rules. Period. And, like, I totally had blinders on to you leading our relationship to traditional gender roles, to kink, to all of those other things. And, um, I think, uh, and of course we did add rules and it did help and it brought out, um, the sense of DS and we found, um, you know, dominant presence through rules and, um, it fulfilled a lot of my needs and we kind of found our way. But it's interesting now that, um, we had kind of sat some down, and I I think I always feel like we are over over dramatizing things a little bit because like we just sat down the three like kind of active chore rules. The other rules have like orgasm control and like attitude and
2: mm-hmm,
1: these other things. Those have never wavered. Yeah. Um, but um. But anyway, I thought that like losing those daily chore type rules like get up and do this type of rules would feel like a lack of structure and it really surprised me that it didn't and then i have kind of been wondering like because we were doing you know i was feeling really pretty decent without the rules like if they would feel burdensome like really Mm. burdensome once we picked them back up because when we had originally set them they added so much and it's like now if we take them away and i still have so much how can i like take on that extra responsibility if i'm not getting that much more out of it and um it's really interesting because it just it feels so different and i don't know if i've changed or if my perspective has changed or or what it is but
0: i have a thought um what do you think about maybe um the reason they were so like valuable and invigorating at first was we were still kind of finding the confidence in our relationship and then once we had that confidence in our relationship like it's not that they like they still have value in that they're like symbolic of things but you don't need them to get that confidence anymore
1: yeah yeah Um. (laughs) (laughs) like that yeah that that like feels like an epiphany to me, <laughs> um, and I don't know. Like I'm sure part of it was confidence in, like our. I don't want to say in our relationship because I always had confidence in our relationship. Yeah, yeah. But like it was like I felt like those were how to validate ourselves as dom and sub,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, now I'm we're so comfortable in that like DS skin and in that DS. Um, Uh, what is the word, identity, I guess, that um, there's less of that. But then at the same time, like, I don't really get that because um, I feel like I totally understand and respect that a lot of people do DS without rules. And so I don't, like, validate other people's DS based on whether or not they have rules. So I don't know why, like, I was so hyper-focused on that. Mm -hmm. Like, there was just something in me where I knew that rules were part of the DS style that I needed, Mm -hmm. but like, I just fucking strangled them in my hands. Like, and I I don't know why, you know, but anyway, um, so I had, I guess I had worried that once we added like the daily rules back in, that they wouldn't have as much benefit to me now. And so then they would feel more burdensome. Um, and we've had a really hard week, um, with, you know, stuff completely unrelated to our relationship. Mm. And, um, it, it really hasn't been that hard, even though life has been hard, like to the point where it's surprised me that like, oh, I really can handle this. Mm. It's kind of been like a little bit of a confidence booster in that sense of like, recognizing that I can like, I need to give myself credit for being capable of doing more, even when, even in the circumstances that we're in. And, um, but it's, it's been comforting I think that's kind of been, like, the biggest um, benefit of having them back is that it's been comforting to recognize that, like, I can commit to doing this extra stuff even when it's hard. And um, there's something that is, like, kind of grounding about that, and it, it does kind of feel like structure, but... I don't know. I think I had always thought of structure in that sense of like a schedule or in a routine or a knowing, you know, that type of structure as also kind of being the structure of our relationship. And I think I'm feeling right now like that's different because we have maintained like a DS structure between us in order to maintain DS and those rules weren't the core of that. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Mm
2: -hmm,
1: Um, So I think it's maybe more of a perspective shift than anything, but
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I don't know. That's interesting to me.
0: We have a Patreon now Um, for three bucks a month. You get two exclusive premium podcasts um, in addition to the four free ones a month. Um, They uh, drop sometime in the first half of the month and sometime in the second half of the month.
1: Um, and this week, we're putting up our second ever Patreon episode, so people who subscribe now will have access to two episodes so far. <laughs> For people who are subscribed to our Patreon, uh, this week's um, bonus Patreon episode, we'll talk about um, a sexual encounter we had recently that was particularly emotional, and... um And we go into um, just kind of picking apart why it was emotional, and we have a couple of epiphanies about our relationship.
0: So once again, that's patreon.com slash over the knee. And either way, thanks for listening.
1: Thanks. I was talking to somebody who was new um, to the idea of Dias and is in that, like... um, kind of like twilight zone of oh my gosh all the things and all the excitement and Mm. and all that sort of thing kind of the honeymoon phase of just discovering you know and um she um had found some things on like um essentially inferiority and superiority and so that kind of got me thinking about and i think that that's like figuring out your feelings on that and how to fit in whether or not being submissive makes you inferior or how you can be equal and all those things. That's a very common um, kind of moral or um, whatever. It's something people have to wrap their minds around when they're new to DS very frequently. Conundrum. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And um, I don't, I think I was just kind of blind to it. Like I don't, I don't really remember having that issue when we were new. Um, but it seems like most people do. And, um, I think, like, sometimes I wonder if that idea of, like, submission being inferior, is it just, is that, does that belief just stem from the idea that in order to make a dominant feel big, the submissive has to kind of be smaller? Because it's like, if you start off at 50-50, how does he get bigger? He gets bigger by taking from you, right? And so... Um. Like, I kind of can understand why people would think that's how it works, but it doesn't feel to to us that it works that way at all. And so, I thought it was an interesting question. Like, if your sense of power doesn't come from making me feel small, where does it actually come from?
0: Hmm. Um. I think it comes from in feeling that i deserve your submission and i think that's what makes the exchange
1: But hmm. well, but we aren't exchanging like size essentially right
0: i think that's a thing i think maybe we do in the moment but we don't in the big picture how so in the fact that my wants come first
1: but my needs come first
0: that's what i'm saying in the big picture
1: Oh. So would you say then that like if I am, um, prioritizing your want over my want, that in that moment you are being made big. Is that you being bigger in that moment? Yeah. Do you view it that way? Mm-hmm. So, but then, so if then when you later put my needs above yours. Mm-hmm. Do you think that is making you smaller?
0: I mean, in like a literal way, but I think there's an exchange.
1: I think this is so interesting because I don't like... I just don't... I've never perceived it as like a... I don't
0: either because I think the only reason you're going to think about it in that terms is if like, you feel there's an imbalance and you're checking for where it is. If it works and there's a balance, then balance (laughs) then you don't really think about it what
1: is the is the is it just power that we're talking about power is the balance or what is what are we balancing ego
0: i think who comes first in what situation priority sure
1: okay yeah i guess that makes sense because like if somebody were to take the view that submission is inferior they are I think it would be fair to say that they are saying, like, that you are a low priority, right? Yeah. And that's what makes them small, is that you are, it's not about you type of a mm-hmm. view. And that we just don't, because we follow the hierarchy, we don't view it that way.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Um, and I think, for me, when I think about, um, like, why I don't feel... S- Inferior to you as you're submissive. I think um, a big part of it is that like my needs come first, and so like I I really like the the saying I don't know who it belongs to. I'm sorry, but um, of I the submissive serves the dominant, but the dominant serves the relationship. Mm. Um, Because I think um, I'd
0: like to know who came up with that hierarchy too. Oh yeah, I've never googled that. It'd be really interesting to see who actually came up with that. Really? I'm sure a lot of people have come up with it on their own, mm-hmm. but, like, who is the first person to put it in those terms?
1: Yeah. Um, but I think that um, that feels really accurate to me, um, that um, I think, like, the reason why I can prioritize your wants and not feel drained or feel... Um, devalued within the relationship is because my needs come first. And so it's like um we exchange caregiving mm-hmm. in a certain sense. Like I take care of you through wants and you take care of me more through needs. But it's not like you don't grant me any of my wants either. Yeah. Like it's, you know, um but um I think the other so the hierarchy is certainly part of where My sense of not being inferior comes from but i think the other reason why i don't feel inferior is because um i do have such a sense that you value my voice Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and i um in like one of our recent episodes you said something like um when we were new to to dd um you wanted to make sure that i had a voice um because you valued my voice but you also wanted me to have a voice just to not for myself to mm-hmm. not, for me to not lose my voice yeah. for my own well-being. Um,
0: like if that was the case, it would feel like I was hurting you.
1: If you were to take away my mm-hmm. voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you just answered my question before I got <laughs> to <laughs> ask it. But um, what I was going to ask is like, why do you value my voice so much?
0: Um, I mean, subjectively, I, I value your voice because... I like it <laughs> I like you I like you
1: oh thanks
0: but uh outside of like myself, just the fact that everybody needs to have a voice,
1: mm-hmm. so it's just so it's, a, it's a moral like a, issue for it's you. like
0: yeah, it's like a human right type of thing
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, like I guess I knew that, but um I think that's super interesting though, because I guess that kind of answers it for us too, because I think um. I think it's actually really common in domestic discipline more so than DS. Like I remember I used to see like these memes that would say, um, that would have like a, a woman like point her finger in her husband's face. Um, and then it's like, like problem. And then on the other half it says solved and she's like over his knee. And, um, I, I understand that a little bit from like a, a kink perspective.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but I think, um, it worries me that like sometimes people take that a, to be more than just like a, a kink mm-hmm. and to where um they really feel that ds is essentially a way of um being more efficient in a relationship by making it a one voice mm. um dynamic and um like so you would like you view it as a more or less a human rights issue so uh, you i assume don't agree with that type of like ds in general right
0: yeah i don't think so like i can see how i'm sure there's like a submissive that like thinks um like no i don't i don't want to have a voice that's why i want to do this Mm -hmm. but i think that's one of those things where and it's not just like all kinds of people sometimes you want things that aren't good for you (laughs) (laughs) Um, and there's a way you can with stuff like that there's a way you can have your cake and eat it too
1: what do you mean by that That's interesting
0: like like we're kind of into like humiliation kink Mm -hmm. and so we play with it but we make sure we understand that it's 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 play that like, we're kind of engaging with a dark part of us, <laughs> but that it's not real, and we need to understand it's not real, and when it comes to real life, that, that it's not true.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and I- so you can still get that titillation out of it without, like, sacrificing your soul.
1: Okay, so maybe another way is, like, so you think, like, if there's a submissive who thinks that... um she likes the idea of not having a voice that maybe that is something that should be played out sexually more so than in a full dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's funny cause like I, I ne- I hadn't like viewed it from this perspective before. You like literally cover my voice or cover, cover my voice, cover my mouth sometimes.
2: Mm. And like I don't <laughs> think that that's,
1: I don't think that it's, it's not a removal of a voice type of thing, but like maybe it is like a little bit like subconscious and, um,
0: Oh, no, it's conscious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean?
0: Um, it's just, it feels like a very um, sexually dominating act to like cover your mouth so you can't like make noise <laughs> as much. No,
1: no, no. I'm with you on making noise. I'm talking about like my actual voice, like my ability to like have an input, like like in a um, what you want doesn't matter kind of a way.
0: But when do I cover your mouth?
1: Like sexually.
0: What would you be saying during sex?
1: That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's it's just noise. But like. Keep going. You know, I think it could like. um, For some people, that sort of thing could kind of almost be symbolic of. That if they want. If they like that idea. Oh, of I got like you. What you have to say doesn't matter. You could do something like that. To kind of tittle that what is in the world is tittle (laughs) um to you know what i'm saying like to kind of play with that concept Mm -hmm. and i i don't think that i ever actually didn't want to have a voice but i um i do think that and it was it was definitely subconscious but i think like before we intentionally started um like our earliest form of ds um I think I did hold back from saying more because I thought that was a way of making sure that I didn't like take over. Mm. And um and so I think that's part of why and because you encouraged it, but that's why I can speak up now more, more now since like since we started DS is because I I know that um it, me expressing an opinion won't mean that you think I'm like saying this is how it should be. Mhm. Um because like I'm able to give any ideas I have or whatever and then you decide to pick them up or not. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think before we were DD I didn't want to decide and I thought well if I share this idea he might think the nice thing to do is to go with my idea even if he doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want you to do it if it wasn't what you wanted. Mhm. And so I would just not share. And so I think um that's for one that's silly but um but um I think like when we were very very new to DS I kind of it did feel counterproductive to speak up more but I think like I saw through practice that um more or less that you weren't a pushover that you could hear um my ideas and you wouldn't always take them Mm -hmm. and so like that helped me to see like no like it's not that whatever I say you feel you have to go with. And so that helped me to more or less to accept that you're actually in charge, that mm. you actually are the decision maker mm-hmm. and that I don't have to worry about what I share because what I share and what happens is not, that's not how it works. Yeah. So like, I think before we had started, that would be something that would be really hard for me to understand is like, how can I share more ideas than I used to, but still not end up, like, more in control than I used to be? Like, how How do you think that, how do we made that work?
0: Um, I think I, I had to, like, trust that you actually wanted me to be in charge and not just, like, like, outsource your own decisions to somebody else. <laughs> That was
1: harsh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think you did that though.
1: No, but I mean it would be harsh like if some to view somebody as doing that. Like essentially you're saying like submit when I like your ideas and not want to submit when you don't. when When I'm not getting what I want.
0: Yeah, or just want me to do all the things you want to do.
1: Yeah. I think like that's like you saying like that you had to like trust that I actually really wanted you to lead based on your own um, your own sense of what was right or good or best, um, and I like I think like more or less I had to accept that too. Mm-hmm. I had to accept that in order to gain the confidence to um, say, "Hey, I kind of think this would be a better idea." Without it, um, without worrying that that you would essentially let me take over and just give me whatever I asked for.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh, and I think. Um, like it can be kind of interesting too. Like, um, I don't remember how it got brought up, but with somebody this week, um, I had brought up like a really old example, and it stood out to me because at the time, because we were brand new to DS, and I had like hesitated before bringing this up because it it was hard. It felt a little wrong to me at the time, but in hindsight, it absolutely was the right thing. So it was Mother's Day, and um, it was like the first Mother's Day after your mom had been divorced. And we had went to the store and you were, um, your mom likes to garden. And so we were like picking out, um, flowers that she could plant in her garden or you were picking them out. And I went to like, look at something else and I came back and you had put some flowers in the cart and they were pretty flowers. Um, but I remembered that those specific flowers were ones that her ex-husband had purchased for her and she had commented to me, like those always remind me of him. So I don't like them anymore. Mm. And I like, had this moment of, like, do I tell him that that's a bad for his mom? <laughs> um, but I think, um, it can feel a little funny in situations like that. Mm-hmm. But, but only, like, briefly, because I know that, um, I think, for me, it's, like, I have the confidence that, like, in a, it's, like, a, it's a silly situation, because that's not an important decision, mm-hmm. but, um, in with something like that, I know that, um, you care more about getting your mom a good gift that she will appreciate than getting her the thing that you first picked, more Mm -hmm. or less. And so, like, um, I didn't tell you that was a bad gift. Like, I said, hey, I remembered your mom made a comment that her ex-husband used to get these. They remind her of him, and she doesn't like these flowers anymore. And then you just, you then took that information and decided to, to get your own thing. And I think, like, Again, it's a silly example because it's a silly gift. But um, that sort of thing can happen in serious situations too. Mm -hmm. Where um, if I give you information that you then use and it changes your mind, I have to somehow find peace with the fact that that is not me taking over. Mm -hmm. That is me giving you information and you changing your mind based on that. Yeah. Um, And so I think... um, For us, like, that's really just as simple as how it's addressed, really. Because if I said, like, that's a stupid choice or something, like, that would be rude. Mm -hmm. So I have to not be rude about it. Um, And I think, um, like, there are, are, like, it's usually minor stuff, too. But, like, if you decide something and I think, like, has he considered this or that or is that really? Um, That's exactly how I handle it. Like, did you remember that this... And then let you decide instead of just saying, no, we should do this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's a minor thing, but um, I, I think, like, at this point, like, I don't usually even think about it, and it doesn't feel like um, a power struggle when it's handled in the way that we handle it. Well,
0: it's, like, a lot of times they'll say, like, yeah, I remembered it, but this is why I'm doing this.
1: Yeah. Um, well, and, yeah, and, like, it usually it does, like, I guess because there's more small decisions than meaningful ones. But, um, like, um, if you say we want, we're going to get ready and go at five and it's like, oh, did you remember we also want to be here at eight? Like you might just say yes. And then I just go with that. Mm -hmm. And I think like, that's, I assume that's part of how you know that I'm not trying to take over is that I go with what Mm -hmm. you say. Um, it's, it's just kind of, um double checking that nothing is missed. And I think, um, in a, in a practical way too, like, um, like uh, with the flowers example, like you would rather that I told you that Mm -hmm. tidbit than to, um, quote unquote, submit to your decision and then let you get your mom a bad gift. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think like, that's just kind of part of being human in that, um, sometimes I remember little details like that, that you didn't, or, um, Sometimes you might have, like, a solution to something, and I see, like, a problem or an angle with it that you didn't consider. And so um, it's not just about, like, saying yes to every idea you ever have and leaving it there. It's about, um, I think it's more about, like, respecting that, like, when you have all the information that you will make a good decision. Mm -hmm. And, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've started to make a habit of talking about food in my my hungriness on every episode. So I just want to say that I had a really good donut yesterday. <laughs> um, and now I think we can be done. Bye. Bye. <laughs>